Kapuna Wiki was previously recorded. Welcome to Kapuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource, the radio show that helps you find answers on important topics like finances, senior housing, estate planning, real estate, health, and much more. Now let's join Kapuna Wiki hosts, Brandon Lau and Andrew Leon. Aloha and welcome to the Kapuna Wiki radio show. This month we are talking about finance. And in studio you have myself, Brandon Lau, and my partner, Andrew Leong of Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, and we're talking about real estate. Kupuna Wiki is Hawaii's senior resource. We talk to the best local professionals in the state regarding topics such as real estate, senior housing, estate planning, finance, and health, so our Kupuna families can find the best resources in the midst of a life transition. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Brandon Lau. And I'm Andrew Leong. Your hosts for the Kupuna Wiki radio show. If you missed any shows on air, the Kabuna Wiki radio show is available as a podcast and can be found on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean for a listening pleasure. Our title sponsor for today is Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, call 808-753-9033. And now we have our real estate tip of the week brought to you by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. If you're thinking about selling in the coming year or two, it's advisable to initiate some preparatory tasks as soon as possible. Begin the process of decluttering, deep cleaning, enhancing your, yar- your yard for better curb appeal, addressing minor maintenance concerns, or even more extensive remodels. This approach allows you to distribute costs and efforts, reducing the rush before your home is listed. For more information on preparing your property for sale, contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors at 808 753 9033. Well, Andrew, it's another year coming to an end, 2023. So, what a year it's been. <laughs> it, it has been an interesting one. You know, every we say that every year, yes. but truly this year has been uh, monumental in some ways. And um, we wanted to hit on some points that I think would help our listeners understand uh, what some of those major changes have been in the real estate market and help them better prepare in their financial dealings. Mm -hmm. So three things we wanna go over with you today. Uh, Number one is do a market in review, recap the real estate market and how that affects you as a buyer seller in this market. We're gonna go into a landmark decision uh, regarding uh, how the perception of real estate brokerage fees are paid. And lastly, we're gonna stress to you the importance of doing long-term planning with an annual portfolio review. So to kick it off, you know, boy, what a what a head-spinning year because uh, if there's anything like brakes being put on a semi-truck, that's kind of what we experienced in the real estate market. Yeah. You know, when the rates went up from, you know, the threes to the sixes and the sevens, kind of peaking to the eights, uh, I think people are, you know, shaking their heads wondering what's going on. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So what is the result of all of that, right? Well, when you have such a dramatic increase in rates, uh, it does have an effect on the borrowing ability for buyers out there in the market. And so overall, although we don't have the final numbers uh, from 2023, uh, we know that overall there's been a roughly 30% decline in the number of sales overall in the market. So that goes for single family homes and condominiums. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you feel about that, Andrew? Well, um, I think it's just the market balancing itself out because, right. you know, over the past couple of years when rates were, you know, at the threes, maybe even touching the twos at one wow. point, 
we saw bigger increases. Right. So I think it's, you know, just the market, just again, just balancing it. Right. It's correcting itself. And, um, you know, for a lot of people on the brokerage side of the fence, you know, we, we've seen changes where uh, people have started to kind of pull back a bit in terms of, you know, expansion. Maybe some of them are, are cutting costs on the brokerage side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple years ago, we had our best year ever. Yep. And now <laughs> it's not, not such a great time. But, you know, if, if you are servicing clients uh, properly and you're consistent in uh, the quality of your service and how you're advising them, you're doing okay right now. Yeah. You know, and I think we're seeing the same thing in our company, uh, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. So yes, there's been a 30, 30% decline overall in number of sales, but you know what? It, it hasn't been too bad in terms of pricing. I mean, what we've seen here is year over year, just uh, from the stats in November 2023, you know, you had a decrease in median price of single family homes of roughly 4.3%. And in fact, for condominiums, you had a slight increase in the median sales price of 7.5%. And that might be baffling to some people, but basically, you know, the higher priced inventory, it's what is what is being hit the hardest, right? Mm-hmm. Because those are the properties people are having a hard time purchasing. Right. You know, either the financing is just too high because you had this major increase in the rates or it's just not available, you know, for those uh, individuals. And so um, you, you saw a very large slowdown in the single family arena. Um, of the roughly 800 to $1.2 million price range. So you had the the largest decline in sales volume in that segment. Again, 800 to 1.2. But if you have more affordable properties, you know, like uh, the range between 500 to 800,000, you actually had an increase in the number of sales because that is where people are able to afford uh, still being able to get financing and purchasing those types of properties. So that kind of explains those numbers, you know, why the single family median price has declined, whereas condominiums, which tend to be cheaper, had a slight bump up year to year in November. So kind of a mixed bag, but overall, I think the theme is that it is a cooling market, right? So as as right now we are in the winter season, we're definitely in the winter season in real estate, uh, but you know, things continue on. And I'll just say this, uh, it's still pretty sunny in Hawaii. It is, right? It definitely is. Despite all of these uh, changes overall in the market, you know, if you own property in Hawaii, uh, your value has been pretty resilient. Yeah, yeah. you're in a very right. good spot. <laughs> now the question is, okay, now we have this. Uh, if if these are the numbers in the market, things have started to cool off. What do you do as a buyer? So I'm gonna have Andrew share a few thoughts on what he thinks would be good for buyers in this market. Well, um, definitely don't give up. Right. Uh, I think that's important mm-hmm. um, because there will be opportunities out there. Uh, it's just staying, you know, staying positive, right. um, staying on top of the market. Uh, I know sometimes, you know, during this season, you know, we tend to focus on, you know, family, you know, holidays, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's it's an, possibly an advantage to you because you know you have less competition out there, right? Um, and so that's that's one. Uh, yep. Number two, um, I would say 
making sure that you know there's no fluctuations in you know any of your liabilities mm-hmm. um or or any decrease in your income you know keeping everything status quo keeping it the same because um once something changes right like if you take out a new debt uh-huh. then you may have to uh get go through the approval process again because they, they have to run those those numbers mm. making sure your your debt to income is hasn't been affected right right um and then and then lastly is uh talk to your realtor right uh and see what can you do to maybe put yourself at an advantage like if you know of a area you want to be in mm-hmm. right if you're focused in that area or maybe a certain building right, right? uh be proactive with tar- you know sending targeted um, whether it's mailers, mm-hmm. letters, whatever they may be, because you never know. You might pique so, uh, a, a seller's interest, and and you may, you know, be able to find something and not have it go to market where you're competing with others. Yeah, I think that's uh, great advice, Andrew. And like you're saying, you know, uh, be aware of your financial position because since we do have a fluctuation in rates and that affects affordability, uh, be in communication with your loan officer. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in the market to buy something. Check in with them. Say, hey, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Loan Officer, what what am I able to afford now given where the rates are, right? And you might be pretty surprised because uh, we have come down from the peak a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, going forward, I think the expectation is rates could go down further in 2024. So same communication to the loan officer. Like Andrew said, be, be aware of uh, your current obligations, your income, and don't give up. And I think that's the that's the name of the game there as a buyer. Don't give up because right now I can tell you that if you are out there actively submitting offers, and even if you're being a bit aggressive, which you're allowed to in this market, you're gonna come across situations where unexpectedly you're gonna get a, a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. And it's just it could be the the perfect property, could be the perfect time, the perfect situation where that particular seller says, "Hey, you know what? This is the time for me to sell." And so you strike a, a good deal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't give up and be consistent as a buyer. Yep. Yep. On the seller side, uh, on the other hand, it's a little different. As you know, there's two sides to the coin, right? So if it's really good for buyers or better for buyers now in terms of being aggressive in negotiations, that means on the flip side, for the sellers, you have to be a little more flexible. If I can use the word reasonable, right? You want to be reasonable as a seller and really understand that right now uh, you're facing some headwinds in the market. You know, a couple of years back, you had the wind behind you and you could ask, you know, two, 5% of a market and surprisingly you get those offers, but now you're facing some headwinds. So think of it in reverse, right? If, if things are getting a little more challenging in the market, perhaps I need to even step down my price to be more attractive, right? So if the last price was X, maybe I have to go X minus a certain amount so I can stay attractive and really generate the activity I need to find that right buyer for the property. So as a seller, yes, be reasonable, be flexible. Um, Look at your long-term goals. For example, if you are selling and also buying, think of it this way. Maybe you might take a little haircut on the sales side or perhaps get less than you wanted to. But on the buy side is where you can be aggressive and make up the difference, right? So if you're properly being advised by a realtor, you understand the strategy behind negotiation, then you're able to look at the long-term perspective. And as a seller, 
you always want to be looking long term, right? So uh, I think as Andrew and I would both agree, you definitely want to have a good realtor in your corner, uh, a good team, which includes your, you know, your lender. Uh, I don't know if you have a tax advisor uh, or, or some kind of legal assistance, but you definitely want to have a good team in your corner to help you make wise decisions in this market. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, coming up next, uh, we want to talk a little bit more about what's the deal with brokerage fees and then also why having an annual portfolio review is a good thing for you. So we'll talk more about that right after this commercial break. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Welcome back. If you just joined us, uh, we are talking about real estate today uh, as part of our end of year recap. And, uh, you know, Brandon, uh, part of our recap, obviously, we, you know, it's been all over the media this past uh, couple of months. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, let's talk about, you know, the, that, historic case right you know you, you right. use landmark it is a landmark case but it will also be a historic case because uh going forward i think this it, it will all be referenced right. um you know when you talk about you know commissions in the real estate uh industry right now uh just a backstory for our listeners that may not have been aware or known about this uh back at the in the end of April, uh, august um there was uh, a class action lawsuit uh in missouri uh, that was known as Burnett versus the NAR and mm -hmm. uh, others. Uh, it turned a, a verdict in favor of the plaintiffs mm -hmm. and awarded them $1.7 billion with yep. a B. $1.78, yep. yep. Um, and now part of that uh, lawsuit, basically what it was is that um, the plaintiffs uh, had, had argued that there was, quote-unquote, some collusion mm -hmm. going on um, they felt that they were overpaying, mm -hmm. um, and and in, ad in addition to that, uh, part of the overpaying, they were saying that they were paying the buyer's agents' uh, commission, right. which uh, they felt like that you know obviously the buyer should be paying their own, right? Now, I want to touch upon how commissions work. Uh, you know, it may work different elsewhere, but mm -hmm. in Hawaii in general, mm -hmm. uh, when a seller uh, wants to sell the property, they would seek out a realtor. Mm -hmm. And during their uh, presentation and, and negotiations, they would uh, discuss a compensation to the realtor and their brokerage. Now, the agreement in the listing agreement is between the seller 
and the brokerage, mm -hmm. the listing brokerage. And obviously, when we, when as a seller's broker, we help advertise, market, list a prop property on the MLS. Mm -hmm. And most times, uh, a majority of the time, um, it would get picked up and, and a buyer, buyer's agent from the association, mm -hmm. whatever association they're part of, would most likely have that client for the property. Right. And in our listing agreement, it says that we will cooperate with another brokerage, a cooperating broker, and you know when when they bring us their client and they successfully close on the property, we will share our commission with them. So it's it's not that the seller is paying the buyer's broker; mm -hmm. it's already has it, the com compensation has already been negotiated, and it's the listing brokerage or the seller's brokerage that is sharing that commission with the buyer's brokerage. And so I think that's where. Um, you know, again, not not to blame the media, but sometimes it gets twisted mm -hmm. in in that sense that it it sounds like hey, uh, you know, sellers are overpaying, mm -hmm. right? But in reality, it's it's something that's not part of the negotiations between the buyer's brokerage and the seller. It's between brokerage to brokerage. Right. So, uh, I want our listeners to understand and be comfortable that you know when they decide to work with a a realtor. It's important that they know what is what they're paying and what they're getting, and that there shouldn't be any you know further or additional costs in in association with working with another broker, because that has already been that will be take place as a separate uh, issue or or separate negotiation between brokerage to brokerage. So, so for our listeners, just just understand that it there's no there's no additional uh, compensation that you're paying to right. the other side. Yeah, Andrew does very well explain that. You know, it, it can seem complicated, but I think there's a couple of things that we've learned from this situation. Uh, number one is, you know, if there's a client who needs explanation on any part of the listing agreement, from the, the process of a real estate transaction, please ask the questions. Yes. You know, uh, we will... Uh, go through the documents um, and the key provisions and so forth. But, you know, I think clarity only comes about when there's an exchange of conversation, mm -hmm. right? So that's one thing. If, if there's a question, ask a question. And um, kind of like you said, Angie, you know, uh, it's not that, um, you know, a person would be paying more, but I think there's always uh, a negotiation in aspect of, fees mm -hmm. you know what is what is somebody charging as a commission right and so i think as all of us realize you know everything is negotiable uh there's no set standard mm -hmm. uh there may have been historical um uh ways in which things were done but there's definitely no set standard in terms of what kind of brokerage fee uh is due and um, there's all different types of ways in fact brokerages are compensated these days, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we do have some brokerages that are flat fee type brokerages, mm -hmm. right? They, they provide a, a set amount of uh, cost to their client, sometimes in conjunction with a incentive uh, for the buyer's agent, right? Mm -hmm. And there are other cases where, you know, you would have a combination of both. So um, 
I think as everybody knows, it's all negotiable. The main thing is if you have a question about any, anything on the listing agreement or compensation, please ask the question. Right. I think that's the most important is just having an open dialogue. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that way both sides know what is, what the expectations are. And one doesn't feel like, Hey, you know, did I get the short end of the stick? So right. to speak. Right. right. And you know, that's great advice, uh, in general, since we're talking about finance this month is, uh, if you have a question from any professional, it doesn't have, it can be real estate, it can be financial advising. It could be with your estate planning attorney and any professional that you have dealings with. Um, you know, it's always good to have questions that you can bring up in conversation with them before you so-called sign the dotted line. Right. Right. So that's just part of, um, you know, uh, wisdom to use when you're making those types of financial decisions. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, at Cheney Brooks, uh, we are definitely, uh, wanting to provide the best level of service, uh, all yeah, at all aspects of, um, how we service our buyers or sellers. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, uh, we, we will continue to do that right. going forward, right? No matter what <laughs> now. Uh, so that was a, an interesting topic there, uh, which some of our listeners may have heard about, but I want to shift gears a little bit to how our listeners can plan for 2024, mm -hmm. right? So we're kind of doing a recap, but the question is, well, what do we do going forward? Right. Okay. And, uh, as Angie and I like to say, it's never too early to plan. And so even if your decision to do anything in real estate is five years from now or 10 years from now, or maybe when you have children, you know, um, don't put off planning because, uh, those long-term decisions have ramifications at the present time, mm -hmm. right? So you always want to be aware of that end goal and how that affects your, your present decisions. Now, Change Brooks Choice Advisors, we like to do what we call an annual portfolio review. And what that is simply is um, every year we offer clients the opportunity uh, to meet with us either in person or virtually um, just to get an understanding. Number one, where is the market? Number two, uh, how is their real estate performing in the market? And number three, is there anything they should prepare for or plan with regard to their real estate? Right? So. Andrew, what's your experience been with uh, annual portfolio reviews? Yeah, well, um, you know, how, how my clients approach the review is that, you know, they come to me when they know, again, my, most of my clients, uh, when we do our portfolio reviews, they're uh, looking to do, when, how, how can they get the next property? Right. That's, that's usually what, what comes up most of the time is, you know, we, we have one, how do we get the next one? Right. And so that's where I think it's important to have that review yep. right? because you look at the current situation, how much equity did they gain, mm -hmm. you know, from a, a acquiring this property and what can they use towards the future purchase? How much equity can they pull out um, or, or versus, you know, um, maybe they need a bigger place for themselves, whatever they may be. Right. So I think that's where um, I'm having those conversations is how can they get the next? Yeah. And, you know, we'd love to discuss your individual situation, perhaps in a more private setting, right. but uh, please ask us about having that annual portfolio review. Again, uh, we've been talking about real estate this month uh, overall in terms of uh, what's going on with finance. And uh, if you have any questions on real estate matters, p please feel free to reach out to us. And uh, you can go to our website, choicehigh.com. 
or give us a call at 808-753-9033. Coming up next is our Kupuna Wiki Classic Trivia. We'll be back with more Kupuna Wiki right after this. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors assists clients in buying and selling their homes by striving to create an easy and seamless transition. With multiple awards spanning most transactions of the year, client service award, and being in the top 100 realtors, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with excellent service and care when making a major life decision. Over the years, their agents have greatly enjoyed serving each and every one of their clients as if they were family. Whether you're a first-time homeowner or a senior, they understand the challenges and complexities of the real estate process and want to help you every step of the way. Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors wants to provide you with the most information so you can make the best decision. Because as they like to say, real estate is about choice. Contact Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors today for a free in-person property valuation by calling 753-9033 or email them client service at choicehi.com. Welcome back to Kupuna Wiki on AM 690, The Answer. Thank you to all the participants who called into last week's Kupuna Wiki trivia. And last week's question was, which Hawaiian island is known as the Island of Discovery? The answer is Molokai. And now this week's Kupuna Wiki trivia question is sponsored by Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors. Which beach on Maui is famous for its black sand? For a chance to win a Long's gift card, be the first person to call us with the correct answer at 808-792-5188. Again, we'd like to thank this segment sponsor, Cheney Brooks Choice Advisors, providing you with the best real estate information so you can make the most informed decisions. As they like to say, real estate is about choice. To contact them, Call 808-753-9033. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show, Hawaii's senior resource. We strive to make sure our seniors are informed and supported every step of the way. Again, I'm Brandon. And I'm Andrew. And we'll see you back next time on the Kupuna Wiki Radio Show. You've been listening to the Kupuna Wiki Radio Program. If you'd like more information about today's topics, please call us at 792-5188. That's 792-5188. Or visit us online at kupunawiki.com. Until next time, aloha. The preceding program was sponsored by Kupuna Wiki, Hawaii's senior resource.